From the 1420 WBSM Broadcast Center, this is the Ken Pittman Show. Get interactive. Become a keyboard warrior on WBSM's Facebook page. Read Pittman's latest blogs on WBSM.com and call 508-996-0500 to get on the air. Now, the unapologetically conservative Ken Pittman. Strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Just by by show of hands, who here is willing to admit that the Trump-Russia collusion hoax was indeed incorrectly reported 
by the mainstream media. Looks like the shoe is on the other foot. <laughs> Doesn't. Why would that be inappropriate? I think it would be inappropriate. What's inappropriate is lying to the public. Well, looks like the cows have come home to roost. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. There was some breaking. Don't go breaking my scale. Campaign news. I'm suspending my campaign tonight for president of the United States. Actually, the bigger story wasn't the fact that he dropped out. Nobody cared too much about that. Stop! He's already dead. He had a hot mic, and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the in the election. And, I mean, I know her very well, and I happen to believe that Chris Christie's right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. And the meatloaf was good. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. As you know, uh, we've been covering the story of uh, Aiden Kearney, a.k.a. Turtle Boy. He's the uh, blogger who's broken a lot of huge stories in uh, Massachusetts over the past few years, including on the, uh, on the state police and some uh, of the uh, corrupt... Uh, public officials, including elected officials in the city of Boston. And uh, he's gotten involved in a uh, a, a murder case. Uh, K- Karen Reed is charged with uh, killing her her boyfriend, a Boston police officer, John O'Keefe. And uh, yeah, Turtle Boy has been trying to uh, prove, uh, among uh, along with the legal defense uh, that she has, that uh, she she is not guilty of this murder and that there are other people involved. This is all involved in the town of Canton, the Norfolk County, just south of the city of Boston. And uh, he's been fighting this and the the, uh, the the Norfolk County District Attorney, a uh, fat Democrat named Michael Morrissey, has dragged him into court and accused him of witness intimidation. They appointed a special prosecutor and... Uh, he he was he was doing well in his in his uh, court uh, cases. He he had uh, just uh, had some uh, some decisions uh, keeping him out of the town of Canton, basically overturned in uh, superior court. And uh, then, but then he was charged with uh, with assaulting a uh, female acquaintance of his. And now he's he was locked up in the uh, Norfolk County House of Correction in Dedham, and he's been locked up for a while. And uh, He's been he, he he has his website is still going on tbdailynews.com tbdailynews.com but it, it's not there, there's not as much stuff coming out now because he's he's in, incarcerated and uh, he's he's incarcerated for supposedly a, a, for a couple more months and we wanted to check in with his lawyer because we can't talk to Turtle Boy anymore. But we wanted to talk to his lawyer, Tim Bradle, to see how he's doing and, and what's happening. And uh, joining us now on the line is uh, Tim Bradle. He's uh, the lawyer for uh, Aiden Kearney, uh, a.k.a. Turtle Boy. He's handled a, he's been a, a, a lawyer uh, practicing for uh, more than uh, 30 years. He spent 11 years in the uh, Suffolk County DA's office in the homicide unit. So he's got a, a, he's got a, a good background and a good reputation. Tim Bradle, thanks for being with us here on the Howie Car Show. Howie, thanks so much for having me. It's a real pleasure. You know, between you and Turtle Boy, you guys are in a class by yourselves, standing up to corruption, hypocrisy, tyranny, you name it. And uh, it's a real pleasure to be here. Really, what you're doing is so important in this state. Please don't move to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, that's where I'm broadcasting from now. But I, I'm still, I'm, I'm still again, I'm still keeping my hands in the uh, in the whatever it is in Massachusetts. It's not, it's not a pie, that's for sure. Yeah. Or it's a kind of pie I wouldn't want to eat. Sure. Let me put it that way. So, it, what's going on with uh, what's going on with Turtle Boy right now? Yeah, he's in jail. He's in jail, Howie. Jail is no fun. Uh, he's tough as nails, though. You know, he's going to tough it out. He was an Eagle Scout. You know, he could get by eating bugs and drinking rainwater if he had to, and he will. Um, I, ironically, Howie, he could walk out of jail tomorrow if he just pled out to these charges, which, of course, he never would. But they're so paper thin. The allegation, which he absolutely denies, is that in the course of trying to get his personal property back that this person stole from him, that, that he pushed her and she fell, she fell on the couch, seated on the couch. Or she, or she, or she bumped into the couch, depending on which story we're going to go with at any given time, and that—that's the allegation, and that that constitutes domestic violence and witness intimidation. So, as a guy, as a guy with no record, he could plead out to this thing tomorrow and walk out of jail on a, on a continuance without a finding, probably with a year probation or something. But of course, he'd never do that. Instead, he's locked up. They say 90 days. We say 60 days. Um, but in any event, we're going, we're going in, in for. Uh, relief soon to get him out altogether um yeah it's uh, it's uh a who, who do you go before do you go before this uh woman who hates him this judge uh, beverly canone or is it the uh is it the superior court who, where he seems to get a you, fairer shake yeah you know howie i gotta say judge canone i've i've had nothing but uh, good experiences with her and i just i can't say you know from personal experience what the heck's going on between her and the and the uh reed defense team but uh yeah, there's some strange, uh, strange doings over there. Um, but we've, I don't want to show all my cards just yet, but we're looking at a couple different avenues of uh, appealing the uh, Dedham District Court determination, revoking the bail. Uh, the District Court judge revoked the Superior Court bail and, and gave him actually a personal recognizance on, on the District Court bail. So it's a, it's a, the bail statutes in Massachusetts are extremely convoluted. Um, but we're looking at a couple different avenues to get in front of uh, uh, one or two choices here. I don't, again, I don't want to show all my cards just yet, but we're going to be appealing this thing uh, on First Amendment grounds. We're going we're to take the whole enchilada. We got the district court case, the district court restraining order, and the superior court travesty of 16 different indictments that should make every journalist in this uh, state get chills up their spine from, this, from, that, from that case, that's for sure. There aren't many journalists left, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> I you think know, you I, have, though. You know, a lot, a, a lot of the mainstream guys are, are, are doing a good job, though. Like, like Ted Daniels doing a good job with this thing. But you're right, there's too many apologists out there. There's too much of, uh, too many people who are just like the loyal opposition, you know, just kind of biting around the heels to try to make it, make it look good. But uh, there's so much more work to be done. There's so much more um, journalism to actually be practiced. And uh, you know, How soon? Like you, don't you How call muckraking? Yeah, that's an old that's an old phrase like pinko that we were talking about earlier. But yeah, it's a, that's that's what you say. What? How soon is 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 a Turtle Boy gonna? What's the best case scenario when he gets out, and what's the worst case scenario? So the best case scenario is we get him out in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, the the notion is that um, he's being held on a completely on a on a on a faulty foundation of completely unconstitutional charges. 
And if you look in Superior Court, and this is what I mean when I say the journalists should get a chill up their spine in this state and everywhere, because they are literally citing in the charging documents the same kind of, of language that you might hear on television when, when there's a teaser coming for like the 11 o'clock news, you know, when, when a reporter, you know, gets a bad guy in his driveway and chases him up the driveway and yells, right. yells at him 10 times, you know, did you, did you do it? Did you swindle the old lady or whatever it is? And that literally that very same conduct that would be in a teaser on television for a news show is stated now as a felony under the witness intimidation statute. Yeah, the, the same it. thing that the same thing that I used to do routinely when I was in TV news, and that everybody in TV news did back in those days, and still occasionally does. Exactly, and and I, I when I was reading it, I just couldn't believe what I was reading. I mean, this witness intimidation statute is probably the most egregious example of legislative malpractice to come down in the last fifty years. I mean, the statute's a total abomination. It just it just flat out ignores the First Amendment. It ignores it. It ignores our state, our state constitution, Article 16 of the Decla Mass Declaration of Rights. That's our state analog to the First Amendment. It's a joke. It, it's, it, it creates this super class of citizens called witnesses who have immunity from scrutiny or criticism. It's, it's crazy. Right. And, and we're, on we're the other end, and, you know, the thing is, the, the district attorney has said there are no witnesses, basically. And and so now that now we have this group of people who've been suddenly uh, elevated to the status of witnesses, even though supposedly right. they didn't see anything. Right. 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 They want it both ways. They want to have it both ways. And and this, the statute is just such a travesty. It, it, it makes it a felony if you threaten emotional or economic injury to a witness. So if I'm being, if I'm being sued or if I'm, I'm the victim of false charges and I get mad and I, and I, I go on, uh, on the Howie Carr show and I say, that guy's lying about me. I'm going to sue him into the stone age for his lies. Uh, when, you know, if he's a witness against me in court, I, I just committed a felony. I just committed witness intimidation. I'm threatened to sue the guy. And, and if someone decides they're experiencing emotional injury, all of a sudden, I'm a felon because I because I caused them emotional injury. Also, also offering a gift, an offer, or a promise of anything of value. If I buy somebody a cup of coffee, I'm committing a felony. If you mislead them, who's deciding what misleading means? Right. Although the SJC did narrow that one a little bit, thank goodness. And also, of course, whoever harasses a witness, and harassment has been uh, narrowed as well. But I predict that we're gonna we're gonna narrow this statute down to an appropriate level. Of only when you can, when only if you're if you threaten physical harm to person or property, or utter fighting words, that's the only thing that's going to constitute witness intimidation. When we get done with it, as it should. You know, be. he's in he's in these uh, this uh, jail, the uh, Norfolk County House of Correction. My understanding is most of these jails in Massachusetts, because of all the crazy uh, legal decisions and not prosecuting people for anything, these jails are are half empty or two thirds empty. And, and you got a guy who's a reporter who's in who's in this uh, is it, it's pretty much of an empty jail, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, I have to say though the uh, the sheriff over there and, and the deputy superintendents have been have been super. They've been right. fantastic. They, they've been you know reaching out to us and you know keeping a close eye on him and you know they're almost too much. They they kind of need to give him a little more freedom and a little more uh, uh, leeway to get outside and and 
you know, get some air. But uh, No, know, but I'm just saying that, that you know, I, I live in Norfolk County when I'm up there, and, and it's not like it's a totally crime-free environment, but there's no criminals in the jail other than Turtle Boy, apparently, and a handful yeah, I, of others. Yeah, it's, it's pretty quiet. It's, um, it, it's just unbelievable that he's in there for, for, for 60 days, we contend, uh, for something that he could plead out to for probation. And then the, the other framework is this completely unconstitutional set of statutes, set of uh, indictments, rather, that, that are we're going to we're going to knock them over, over the green monster. They're going away. It just takes time to get everything into into the proper court. And, you know, think, the system does not move quickly. And uh, every day sure. he's suffering irreparable harm. You know, you hear that from lawyers, irreparable harm. He's suffering irreparable, irreparable harm every day. He can't practice journalism every day. He can't practice his First Amendment rights. He's suffering irreparable harm, and we don't have time to wait for the lawyers and the, and the courts to to get their act together. Uh, we need to get some immediate emergency relief, and we're, we're, we got to get our ducks in a row to do it. But we're almost there, and we're going to do it very soon. Tim Bradle, can you uh, can you hang on for another segment? Yeah, I'd love to, Howie. Okay, and we'll open the lines if people want to ask uh, Tim Bradle a question about what's going on with uh, Turtle Boy. 844-500-4242-508 says Turtle Boy should say he has COVID and petition for early release. Yeah, some really bad thugs have done that, and some of them have actually gotten out at the uh, federal level, at the state level as well. That's a, that's a good point. But of course, he's going to be held to a different standard. But we'll be right back with Tim Bradle if you want to have any questions about this. Leave a message for the big guy. Call the chump line. 844-500-4242. Bird. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. Before we go back to Tim Bradle, the attorney for Turtle Boy, and we're going to take all your calls. we got full lines here since we opened them up. But I want to do the poll question. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Wellness Company. I got the flu. The mailroom manager got sick, and some of our staff and clients have had COVID. This is all in the last month. Be prepared and get your emergency medical kit from the Wellness Company today. To learn more, go to TWC dot health slash howie twc dot health slash howie when you use code howie you save 10 percent taylor what's the poll question what are the results thus far today's poll question which you can still vote in at howiecarshow.com is who was most responsible for the patriots success bill belichick tom brady robert Kraft, or the referees brady 63 percent say brady 26 percent say coach belichick all right, 844-500-4242. So before we go to the calls, I want to ask Tim Bradle, did Turtle Boy do anything to this woman? He's charged with assault and battery. What what really happened that night? The That's the allegation, Howie. And, and by her own admission, she took his personal property, some, some papers that he had, and he wanted them back, and he asked her for them back. Her allegation is that he pushed her in, get, in trying to get him back, and she she sat sat down on the couch. She like got pushed onto the couch. That's the allegation that's locking him up uh, for for months. And he absolutely denies it. We know for a fact he didn't do it. Um, he absolutely never touched her, and he's never touched a woman in his life, and he has no record. 
And uh, like I said, he could plead out tomorrow if he, if he wanted to just to get out of jail, and he won't do it. Um, he, he's had a relationship yeah, with this woman, though, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a you know a, a 209A relationship, as the DAs like to say. Uh, <laughs> Meaning restraining orders? No, 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 no. A 209A relationship, like a romantic dating oh, relationship. Oh, I see. That's okay. That's, that's I, just a I think of it as a restraining order. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. And Well, she did. She sought a restraining order. And, you know, everything in this thing is just a raid against, against Mr. Carney. They did the ex parte, which, as you know, is, you know, just a single hearing right. without the other side present. They did the ex parte restraining order hearing like an hour before Mr. Carney came before the court for his arraignment and his bail revocation hearing. So the, so the, the complainant and the police that are, that are propping her up and bringing her in had a full free shot to smear Aiden in front of the judge right before our arraignment and our, and our revocation hearing. I, I know it's I know it's like really it's like looking backwards now, but shouldn't he have been paying more attention? I mean, he had just won a big victory that day. I know he was he was on my show uh, that right. Friday night, and right. he and he was taking a victory lap. And then the next yep. day, I start reading these tweets that oh, Turtle Boy's in big trouble now. I mean, shouldn't he have just stayed away from her? Yeah, he should have, and he was told to. <laughs> but that's another story. Um, but, you know, we, we have to deal with it, and we're going to deal with it in all seriousness. It's a terrible situation. And, uh, you know, you're right. It was a big, big victory that Friday, and uh, Judge Krupp relieved them of any any restrictions whatsoever. And the whole case, really, we think is just brought to, to impose restrictions on them to keep them away from the Reed, uh, the Reed people. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got rid of those restrictions. And you, you think he's going to go commit domestic violence and res- restrict bail revocation? A risk bail revocation, you know, 24 hours later? Come on. It's ridiculous. The investigator showed up at, at her house with a subpoena two hours after we got done on Friday. And the whole thing we contend is, was engineered to do just what it did. To provoke very, very him into going over there, you mean? Yep. Yep. It's like a it's like a moth to a flame. You know, hey, I got a grand jury subpoena and come on over. And that's exactly what was uh, what was done text messages saying come over is the is the retrial still going to begin in march do you think or not uh okay so just just to be clear how you know i i know david yanetti and i've spoke with alan jackson right i i, I know you're not involved as a but yeah, i'm just I, saying I, as, I, as an observer yeah let me just put on my talking head hat here i don't have any inside information i don't want to i don't want to say you know like that but you right. know as a as a pontificator i would say that i don't think it's going to go to trial i think there's just too much that just does not pass the smell test with this case you know um the the phone the dog the 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 google search the ford edge the the plow driver it's just yeah. insane the, the missing uh stuff. the missing surveillance cameras camera footage yeah, from the library yep it's just too much there's too much going on it's not ready to get off the ground, you know, like getting a, getting a murder trial going is like getting a 747 off the ground. And, you know, sometimes there's stops and starts, and I can't imagine it happening. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen here, but something doesn't pass the smell test to me. I know the feds are investigating. You know, they, they're going to do a very thorough investigation, as people over there have told me. Well, and. They- uh, the people on social media, and I'm going to ask you this too, as a pontificator, but not as a lawyer uh, in the involved in it. 
the pontificators on social media are saying that the grand jury that was impaneled uh, that was the, that was investigating this has now been dismissed. Is that a, do you know if that's a fact or not? I don't. I don't know how. I don't know. And uh, you know, it could be. It could be much ado about nothing, or it could be a hurricane that blasts through Norfolk County. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, maybe maybe they're ready to do something. I, I hope that whatever information they've gathered will distill over to the defense team. You know, like I hope it's not a Trump laptop situation or a Hunter Biden laptop situation, <laughs> you know, where they sit on it. I don't right. think they will. Uh, those guys sound um, very... Um, cognizant of, of everything that's going on and they're not going to let Karen Reed you know flap in the wind on this thing I think if they have information the defense team is going to have it before the trial date and it's probably going to blow the thing up either through a uh, charges or a, a continuance or it's just going to make the case unprosecutable yeah I mean they, they can't get cases when when they have witnesses to police being murdered they can't get a conviction in Norfolk County I mean, how are they going to get a conviction yeah. on this case? Yeah. It's, there's so much. Uh, I, I've spoken to so many attorneys about it, and everyone is saying that the reasonable doubt is just uh, right. boatloads of reasonable doubt here. And, uh, you know, there's just nothing really in their favor that I can see. I just and, and just, you know, honestly, talk about prosecutorial overreach, Howie. How the heck do you indict this lady for, for murder? I mean, what, what is that all about? Even if you believe their account that this is a unfortunate incident, right? Of, you know, backing into the poor guy um, after drinking all murder night, murder out of that, right? It's, it's just, I know it's, just it's horrifying. It's like involuntary manslaughter shot. or voluntary yeah. manslaughter, maybe. Yeah. Let's take a let's take yeah. a few calls with Tim uh, Bradle. He's the uh, lawyer for Aiden Kearney, aka Turtle Boy. And if you want to contribute to the fund, it's uh, gibsongo.com, gibsongo.com. Uh, Peter, you're next with Howie Carr and Tim Bradle. Go ahead, Peter. Great, thanks. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm D.A. Morrissey's neighbor out here in Squanam, Mass. So um, my question to you, Tim, uh, thanks for, for doing this. Um, exactly, it's a two-part question. Um, I know that you had a lot of good information revealed during the 209A hearing um, last week. Um, <clears throat> but what do you need to do in order to get Turtle Boy out? Do you have to go back to the district court first to get the the domestic violence charges dropped and then go back to the superior court and have, um, you know, him released from, from on the charges on, on bail by getting arrested. There's a couple avenues, Peter. Um, we're, we're sort of evaluating our options on that, which is the best one for my guy. We're not quite sure yet. We're, we're, we're researching a couple different things, but, uh, there are a few different avenues in terms of, uh, approaching the state Supreme judicial court, there's a couple of vehicles that you have to use to get there, figuratively speaking. There's a 211-3 appeal. There's a, there's a two, chapter 248 writ of habeas corpus. There's a bail appeal. Um, there's all sorts of things like that. However, um, a bail revocation, the thing that happened to Turtle Boy here, is the one thing that you can't use a bail appeal to, to get relief on. So there's a, the bail statutes are very convoluted. Um, we're, we're assessing our options, whether we go to the SJC, whether we go to Superior Court on a writ of habeas corpus. We have all kinds of options. We're just trying to do the right one, uh, the, the one that's going to get him the quickest, best relief. But, you know, I've, I've had my own problems with the Massachusetts judicial system, uh, Tim. And, you know, he, he can't expect to be treated fairly. 
very few people can be expect to be treated fairly in this situation. I mean, what is what does Turtle Boy think about this? I mean, is he saying yeah. get me the hell out of here as soon as possible, or or is he he's, stoic? He's, you know what? How he's been terrific. He's stoic. He's trying to leave me alone. He's trying to. You know, I, I told one of the one of our paralegals, Courtney, the other day. I'm going to go in a hole, and I'm not going to come out until he has a masterpiece for the for the appellate court, um, and we're going to write it up. Um, he's had a tough, tough shake in the trial court, you know. Um, yeah. But I I think that I was talking to a very experienced attorney today, and he he thinks that the SJC is a is a First Amendment court is is a they are strong on the First Amendment, and they're they're not great on other stuff, but they're strong on the First Amendment, and I think they're going to really appreciate that he is suffering irreparable harm every single day. He can't practice journalism. He can't practice his First Amendment rights. Um, even in the restraining order, he was prohibited from disseminating uh, confidential documents and court documents, another insanely overbroad prior restraint, blatantly unconstitutional. We couldn't disseminate documents that any person could walk off the street and go into the Dedham clerk's office and access and disseminate anywhere they want. We couldn't disseminate them under this under this ridiculous provision in the restraining order. And so they were they were chilling too. they were chilling his sources when when they took when the state police took his phones away that day. I I got calls from a couple of people that had talked to me, and I'd pass their information on to Turtle Boy because I couldn't get the Herald uh, interested in it. And they were cons- they were concerned they were worried they were they were terrified that and I, you know I hadn't I hadn't shared anything. But I mean, this this had repercussions. It's going to have repercussions down the road. It's going to be harder for him to get uh, sources in the in the future because of this. Absolutely, they're destroying his livelihood. They took the tools of his trade. They still have them. Uh, they wouldn't give it. They wouldn't give us a copy of them back in district court. Um, we're going to revisit that very soon. Um, think of all the stories that Turtle Boy's done back back to the Turtle Boy Sports days when that was the name of the site. He has police sources. He has private sources, confidential right. sources in there. They, yeah, it, it, thank God we got the screening team uh, appointed in terms of, you know, the the DA's office. To their credit, I will give uh, the, the special DA credit on this one point. They did, once I, once I put the law in their lap anyway, they realized that they can't go through that phone um, until they get a screening team appointed to avoid any attorney-client privilege material, First Amendment journalist privilege material, and uh, they have to go through a a taint team, a screening team for that, where a a third-party mediator-type person, usually a retired judge, will go through the phone and keep from investigators all of these privileged materials. And, and think about this. I mean, think about the crimes that are committed on a daily basis in, in Massachusetts by by people, you know, hit and runs, for instance. And, and they're just uh, they're they're brought into court and uh, they're, they're let go on personal recognizance and and where, where people have been injured or could have been killed. And I'm just picking that as, a, as one example. And look, what look what they're doing to Turtle Boy compared to somebody like that. It's a completely different playing field when it comes to turtle boy they have given him no quarter and we got to fight for every little thing even when we even when we got the uh, restriction lifted that he couldn't go into the courtroom for the reed case judge krupp spent 18 pages trashing him and his methods saying he wasn't a real journalist the last four pages we got 75 percent of what we wanted and the media was portraying it like we lost and and <laughs> you know it, it, 
just it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to to get to get a leg up, but we will. We're not going to give up, and he's certainly not going to give up. And you know, Turtle Boy is going to be back. He's going to be out there. And I think he's going to be knocking on your door, Howie. He wants to be a uh, a guest host for you one of these days. How about that? <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how it works out. Uh, TB Daily News. You could dot com. You could read up on some of this stuff. And uh, we'll be back and let uh, Tim Bradle wrap it up here in just a moment. I'm sorry we haven't taken more calls, but there's just a lot of stuff to get to. And if you want to know more about the most recent developments, you can go to tbdailynews.com right now and uh, read the story. And they 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 lay out a lot of the stuff that the issues that we haven't gotten to here uh, involving the uh, the latest uh, problem that, that got Turtle Boy locked up in uh, Dedham. All right, we'll be right back with Tim Bradle for uh, the end of the uh, segment, the end of the show tonight. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this.
live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. Before we go back to Tim Bradle, the attorney for Turtle Boy, and we're going to take all your calls. we got full lines here since we opened them up. But I want to do the poll question. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Wellness Company. I got the flu. The mailroom manager got sick, and some of our staff and clients have had COVID. This is all in the last month. Be prepared and get your emergency medical kit from the Wellness Company today. To learn more, go to TWC dot health slash howie twc dot health slash howie when you use code howie you save 10 percent taylor what's the poll question what are the results thus far today's poll question which you can still vote in at howiecarshow.com is who was most responsible for the patriot success bill belichick tom brady robert Kraft, or the referees brady 63 percent say brady 26 percent say coach belichick all right, 844-500-4242. So before we go to the calls, I want to ask Tim Bradle, did Turtle Boy do anything to this woman? He's charged with assault and battery. What what really happened that night? The That's the allegation, Howie. And, and by her own admission, she took his personal property, some, some papers that he had, and he wanted them back, and he asked her for them back. Her allegation is that he pushed her in, get, in trying to get him back, and she she sat sat down on the couch. She like got pushed onto the couch. That's the allegation that's locking him up uh, for for months. And he absolutely denies it. We know for a fact he didn't do it. Um, he absolutely never touched her, and he's never touched a woman in his life, and he has no record. And uh, like I said, he could plead out tomorrow if he, if he wanted to just to get out of jail, and he won't do it. Um, He's had a relationship yeah, with this woman, though, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a you know a, a two hundred nine a relationship, as the DAs like to say, uh, <laughs> meaning restraining orders. No, 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 no. A two hundred nine a relationship, like a romantic dating. Oh, relationship. I see. That's okay, what, that's, that's I, just a I think of it as a restraining order. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, and well, she did. She sought a restraining order. And you know everything in this thing is just a raid against against Mr. Carney. They did the ex parte, which, as you know, is you know just a single hearing right. without the other side present. They did the ex parte restraining order hearing like an hour before Mr. Carney came before the court for his arraignment and his bail revocation hearing. So the so the the complainant and the police that are that are propping her up and bringing her in had a full free shot to smear. Aiden in front of the judge right before our arraignment and our and our revocation hearing. I, I know it's I, I know it's like cho- really it's like looking cool. backwards now, but shouldn't he have been paying more attention? I mean, he had just won a big victory that day. I know he was he was on my show uh, that right. Friday night, and right. he and he was taking a victory lap. And then the next yep. day, I start reading these tweets that oh, Turtle Boy's in big trouble now. I mean, shouldn't he have just stayed away from her? Yeah, he should have, and he was told to. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another story. Um, but, you know, we, we have to deal with it, and we're going to deal with it in all seriousness. It's a terrible situation. And, uh, you know, you're right. It was a big, big victory that Friday, and uh, Judge Krupp relieved them of any any restrictions whatsoever. And the whole case, really, we think is just brought to, to impose restrictions on them to keep them away from the Reed, uh, the Reed people. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got rid of those restrictions. And you, you think he's going to go commit domestic violence and res- restrict bail revocation, uh, risk bail revocation, you know, 24 hours later, come on, it's ridiculous. 
the investigator showed up at, at her house with a subpoena two hours after we got done on Friday. And the whole thing we contend is, was engineered to do just what it did. To provoke him into going over there, you mean? Yep. Yep. It's like a, it's like a moth to a flame. You know, hey, I got a grand jury subpoena and come on over. And that's exactly what was, uh, what was done. Text messages saying come mm-hmm. over. Is the, is the retrial still going to begin in March, do you think, or not? Uh, okay, so just, just to be clear, Howie, you know, I, I know David Yanetti and I've spoken with Alan Jackson. Right, I, I, I know you're not involved, as a, but I'm yeah, just saying I, as, I, as an observer. Yeah, let me just put on my talking head hat here. I don't have any inside information. I don't want to say, you know, like that. But, you right. know, as a, as a pontificator, I would say that I don't think it's going to go to trial. I think there's just too much that just does not pass the smell test with this case. You know, um, the, the phone, the dog, the, the, the Google search, the Ford Edge, the, the plow driver. It's just yeah. insane. The, the, missing, uh, the missing surveillance cameras, camera footage yeah, from definitely. the library. Yep. It's just too much. There's too much going on. It's not ready to get off the ground. You know, like getting a, getting a murder trial going is like getting a 747 off the ground. And, you know, sometimes there's stops and starts, and I can't imagine it happening. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen here, but something doesn't pass the smell test to me. I know the feds are investigating. You know, they, they're going to do a very thorough investigation, as people over there have told me. Well, and, the, uh, the people on social media, and I'm going to ask you this, too, as a pontificator, but not as a lawyer uh, in the, involved in it, the pontificators on social media are saying that the grand jury that was in panel that was investigating this has now been dismissed. Is that a, do you know if that's a fact or not? I don't. I don't know how. I don't know. And, uh, you know, it could be it could be a much ado about nothing or it could be a hurricane. Tim. And, you know, he, he can't expect to be treated fairly. Very few people can be expect to be treated fairly in this situation. I mean, what is what does Turtle Boy think about this? I mean, is he saying yeah. get me the hell out of here as soon as possible or, or is he he's, stoic? He's, you know what? How he's been terrific. He's stoic. He's trying to leave me alone. He's trying to, you know, I, I told one of the one of our paralegals, Courtney, the other day, I'm going to go in a hole and I'm not going to come out until he has a masterpiece for the for the appellate court. Um, and we're going to write it up. Um, He's had a tough, tough shake in the trial court, you know. Um, yeah. But I, I think that I was talking to a very experienced attorney today, and he, he thinks that the SJC is a is a First Amendment court. is is a They are strong on the First Amendment, and they're, they're not great on other stuff, but they're strong on the First Amendment. And I think they're going to really appreciate that he is suffering irreparable harm every single day. He can't practice journalism. He can't practice his First Amendment rights. Um, even in the restraining order, he was prohibited from disseminating uh, confidential documents and court documents. Another insanely overbroad prior restraint, blatantly unconstitutional. We couldn't disseminate documents that any person could walk off the street and go into the Dedham clerk's office and access and disseminate anywhere they want. We couldn't disseminate them under this under this ridiculous provision in the restraining order. And so they were they were chilling. Too. They were chilling his sources when when they took when the state police took his phones away that day. I I got calls from a couple of people 
that had talked to me, and I'd passed their information on to Turtle Boy because I couldn't get the Herald uh, interested in it. And they were cons- they were concerned, they were worried, they were they were terrified that and I, you know I hadn't I hadn't shared anything, but I mean this this had repercussions. It, it's going to have repercussions down the road. It's going to be harder for him to get uh, sources in the in the future because of this. Absolutely, they're destroying his livelihood. They took the tools of his trade. They still have them. Uh, they wouldn't give it. They wouldn't give us a copy of them back in district court. Um, we're going to revisit that very soon. Um, think of all the stories that Turtle Boy's done back back to the Turtle Boy Sports days when that was the name of the site. He has police sources. He has private sources, confidential right. sources in there. They yeah. It, it, thank God we got the screening team uh, appointed in terms of you know the the. DA's office, to their credit, I will give uh, the special DA credit on this one point. They did, once I once I put the law in their lap anyway, they realized that they can't go through that phone um, until they get a screening team appointed to avoid any attorney-client privilege material, First Amendment journalist privilege WBSM material, and W258DR uh, New Bedford. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. WBSM, a town square media station.